We understand you had a meeting with the High Education Minister Bladen Zamande, a meeting that you decided to stay involved in. What was your reason behind that decision? Look, uh, the, the minister the, deliberated, and before we, the meeting could go far, uh, the discussion were such that all issues which will be dealt with by the presidential commission will not be discussed because they can't be necessarily be resolved immediately there. Rather, they be a tripartite uh, committee which will be established to resolve some of those things and make the necessary input into the presidential task team. Key among them was the question of free education now. The second to that was the issue of uh, students who are we termed the missing agents who don't qualify for NFS uh, immediately uh, but are unable uh, to pay the upfront or the tuition fees in the immediate uh, because they don't get the parents don't earn enough support and so on. I think, I think that is where the meeting broke because it meant that uh, the previously disadvantaged institutions are the ones who are going to benefit largely from these interventions of the 6.9 billion, while others uh, uh, which are previously advantaged uh, will not have benefit as they have a smaller population of those students. And I think that is where they still made uh, uh, really became and, and, and other SRCs walked out and the others remained and continued. Actually, the other SRCs even said that, you know what, these people don't want progress in this meeting. They'll have to continue and proceed with the meeting in relation to the discussion uh, at hand. I mean, several of the other student leaders walked out of that meeting with Blade and Zamande saying that they did so because the minister was not willing to make any commitments on addressing their aid demands. They wanted timelines and deadlines and they wanted commitments. Is that part of your demands? They, look, the, the, the issues of pre-education and the missing methods, they've been elevated beyond the minister. They're now at the presidency level. So if you want timeline from the minister, it will not make sense if you think about it. So I'm happy that uh, uh, the commission chair has been appointed, and we believe that quite soon, uh, by actually by next day, we will we'll want to know what are the terms of reference of the commission. And if we're not think about them, speak about that, because we believe that this must speak to that. Remember, when you appoint a, a, a commission, you must give it timeline itself. It's been given 10 months uh, to report them to the president about the recommendations on how to phase in. It's not a question of whether it's affordable, it's possible or not. That is what that has been done in relation to that. It's a question of how do we phase in free quality education for the Atlantic uh, uh, And do your members of SASCO and the South African Union of Students accept and understand this position that you've taken, or, or do they stand with the other student leaders who walked out of this meeting? It will be difficult for me to have a, a, a one response to the set of responsibilities. Look, South quite clear that SRCs are divided, that those who have accepted the deal as it was and there are those who uh, went out of the meeting. It relates to South Korea, our position is clear is the big one now, the biggest challenge that we face at South Korea is these institutions ensuring that the kids who fall under missing middle categories are registered, are admitted into our institutions without being requested to pay upfront payments. Certain universities have made public pronouncement on that. I'll give, for example, a new jail. It came out and said it's going to accommodate about 10,000 of these students who are falling in the missing middle category who won't be able to uh, uh, afford paying registration fees. They want to take them into the system without paying, requesting any form of payment. Added to that, they're going to, through the SRC uh, trust fund, fund additional 5,000 students. And this is in addition to 10,000 students on, on NFL who are then going to ask for uh, upfront payment and registration form. So I'm thinking about 25,000 students whom the university knows already that. Going to have to assist and ensure that the students enter the system without paying any form of uh, 
registration at uptime clinic.